Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk. I am your host, Monica Lee, and uh, happy hump day. Happy May Day. Well, yeah, we're already into May. Can you believe that? Wow. I mean, it's like we are almost halfway through this year, y'all. Uh, time flies when you're having fun, right? So tonight... It's May Day, May Day, May Day, revving up your sex life with self-pleasure, because May is National Masturbation Month. I mean, <laughs> there has to be a month for it. Why not? Actually, why do we have to wait till May? Why can't it be all the time? So I'm going to be talking about that. I know I've been hitting on it here and there, and... um now that we are officially in May, I'm going to be talking about that various ways throughout the month. Tonight, um, Renee Savant, author of What Your Mama, the Bible, and Porn Never Taught You About Sex, is supposed to be with me, but she is in Louisiana, and I hope she's okay. Last I saw, they were getting some serious storms with some serious flooding going on. So my prayers are going out to the people of Louisiana and all of those that are affected by all of this extreme weather. And if I happen to go out, it is because I am experiencing bad weather here in Houston and I'm getting ready to get hit by a big storm. So if my power goes out and I go poof, I'm gone, you'll know why. The lightning is beautiful but it's awfully close. <laughs> so I'm going to keep talking until then. So phone lines are open if anybody wants to call in and say hello. Or if you have any questions or comments about anything on sex, love, or relationships, or masturbation, or whatever else, you can call in. The number is 646 668 so, I've been getting a lot of emails from people. Every time I bring up the topic of masturbation, it always opens up this whole Pandora of thoughts and opinions and questions and shame and guilt and pleasure and shame and guilt and <clears throat> Excuse me, is it taboo? Should I not do it? Do I do it? I don't want to do it. I feel like I'm cheating. And, you know, self-pleasure is something that can be very beautiful. Because it's like I say, 
If you don't know what your body feels like, and you don't know what feels good to you, how in the hell you, (laughs) is anybody else going to know what feels good to you? Because it's basically like out of sight, out of mind type of thing, you know? And if you don't know what's going on in your body or your your spot that, you know, feels mind-blowing, how are you going to show somebody else? Because maybe somebody else isn't going to be as adventurous and it's very one-dimensional. And, um, yeah, it's one-dimensional. It's vanilla. It's... So you really want to explore yourself and not have any shame about it. It is your body. It is your temple. And one of the things that I get a lot of are couples that I'll get guys that send me messages and they're like, look, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm at a loss. My wife doesn't want to have sex. I'm about to explode in all aspects, self-combust, if I don't get any release. She doesn't allow it. She gets upset when I even bring it up or if I even start, you know, touching myself or ask her to do it for me, you know, and, and she gets upset. And that breaks my heart because men are wired differently. Men are very um, instant gratification kind of people, (laughs) kind of humans, and we all are to some point. However, you know, with men, they get that buildup. They get that rage and boner. They get, you know, they have to have some kind of release or they get blue balls. Never forbid they get blue balls because that's painful. You know, and even a rage and boner that's not taken care of can get a bit uncomfortable. So, you know, they have to release it in some way. Some guys will go into their little meditative state or they will go into hiding. So you're bringing that guilt in there and that shame in there already. You're already attaching that energy to you. So they'll go into the bathroom at work. They'll wait till she leaves the house. Or they wait till they take a shower. Whatever the case may be. And, you know, it's it's sad that they have to resort to that. Because it should be a very pleasurable thing to do. It should be a very beautiful thing. And I've talked about this, how it can be, you know, a mutual thing and to bring it to the table. But when you start bringing in those negative energies, like I said, with the shame and the guilt, oh, Lord, have mercy. Then you just bring it all in and it just attaches and it just hangs over you. And then, you know, it starts to interrupt that other vibe of everything else. And, you know, women, 
get mad. I've had other people message me before because um, women have me and said, you know, I think my husband's having an affair because he wakes up with a raging boner. You know, he's got this heart on. And and I, <laughs> I'll tell her, you know, honey, in the middle of the night, that part of the brain shuts off. And, you know, when he's asleep at night, that part goes to sleep. And it's not telling him, hey, don't get hard. Don't get hard. Don't get hard. So it doesn't matter if the ceiling fan is blown on him or if the sheet grazes maybe the tip of his penis. He's going to get a heart. Or maybe he scoots up to you and your booty is right there. Or maybe you re- just lean over, skin-to-skin contact, whatever. Why would he be having an affair in his dreams? I mean, when we're in dreamland, we really can't control what we dream about. If that was the case, I'd be dreaming every night about Dave gone from Depeche Mode and all my other <laughs> crushes. That's a whole other, other show right there. But they can't help it. Plus, the testosterone builds up. And so, yeah, they're going to wake up. So, honey, you should take advantage of it. Like I said last week, climb him like a tree, darling. Climb him like a tree, bear down, and ride him. Why not? Or reach over and stroke him. Reach over and put your mouth on him. There is nothing wrong with that. You know, it, it, it's one thing when your sex drive, your sex drive is down. But when your partner's is still up and they need that release, they need to have that sense of letting go. Don't throw that shame or that guilt on them. There's other people that think, you know, well, if he's doing that, I'm not satisfying him. Or he's not going to be ready when I want it. That's one of the biggest myths I have ever heard out there is that when you masturbate, you're not going to want any more sex. That's not true. That's not true at all. Women are like, oh, well, you know, my man can't, you know, after we have sex, You know, he can't get it back up after we're done. And it varies. That's what's called the rebound period for men in between, you know, their erections. It's the rebound period. And so when that happens, so women automatically think, well, if he's jacking off, he's not going to be ready for me when I'm ready. Well, instead of saying that, Try putting it out of your mind because it is not true. Not true at all. It just means that he's going to be in his rebound period, whether he just did it or if if you can't do it for 30 minutes because you're putting the kids to sleep or, you know, you're cleaning up or you're um, loading the dishwasher or getting ready for the next day, then tell him, look, honey, you know, stroke do it slow and then stop so that way when it's time for me to get there we can do it together 
or just tell them to wait and just enjoy and feel all of that yummy vibration that's coming from from here. You know, from, from his penis, from the tip of his cock. Because a lot of guys just think, I need to put it in something right now, whether it's my hand, her mouth, or her vagina, whatever. They just need to have that release. So I tell a lot of women, explore with him. Because, yeah, there are probably going to be nights when you don't want to do anything or you don't feel like doing anything. And it's, he's going to want it right then and there. And he's going to need it right then and there. So allow him to explore. And you know what? It's so sexy. When a man wants you to watch him. And again, there's so many people out there that already have the shame and the guilt of stepping out of the box, looking out of their comfort zone when it comes to sex and each other's bodies. And especially women, you know, Women, we tend to be self-conscious enough having sex, much less let somebody watch us rub one out, you know? And so how, you know, if if we're self-conscious about climbing on top or taking off our clothes, it's almost like you start getting that <laughs> stage fright performance anxiety for yourself and then you think oh well I shouldn't be doing this anyway because it's bad I shouldn't need to be you know self-pleasuring because my my significant other my boyfriend my spouse whatever is pleasing me and I get people that message me and they're like you know especially women when their husbands are having issues maybe with erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, or their sex drive is down for whatever reasons, whether it be stress or low testosterone or whatever. And they'll message me and they're like, I just masturbated. And I'm thinking, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All righty then. Good for you, sister. And she's like, I feel horrible because I shouldn't have done that. And I just sit there in silence for a few moments, and I'm thinking, but why? And she'll tell me, because I feel like I just cheated on him. With what, your hand? Well, with my toy. He doesn't know I have a toy. And that breaks my heart when... You have to sneak around. Not only are you masturbating in secret and sneaking around, but you're using toys in secret. And I've said this so many times before, so many times before, that a toy is not going to replace you guys. It's not. Get involved with her. Get involved with the toys. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. So we have to remove all of that shame and all of that guilt that surrounds 
because single people out there that aren't looking to do the serial dating or, you know, the friends with benefits or they're not in a position to be in a relationship at the moment, whatever the case may be, you know, they have to, you know, we have to, because I'm one of them single girls, I'm a single person, we have to, you know, be clever about it and how we, I mean, because we do have urges, we do have those needs, we do have those desires and cravings. Of course we do. And anybody that tells you anything else different, ooh, listen to that thunder. Anybody that tells you something different, I would have to say, okay, uh, I respect what you feel. However, for those of us that have those needs and have those wants and have those cravings and desires, you know, we embrace that part of us. Because if you're going to have these amazing orgasms, if you're going to have that mind-blowing, toe-girling orgasm, darling, that big O, you got to be free. And that's why I'm talking about revving up your sexual mojo spiritually and emotionally, releasing all of that. Because if you're holding on to it, you're not going to be able to truly experience that full body, whole body, freeing aspect of an orgasm. And I'm on the verge of tears right now because so many people hold themselves back. And that shouldn't be. So many times people hold themselves back from a beautiful life. Whether it's because I don't feel good enough. My boyfriend broke up with me and I don't feel good enough. Or I don't have what it takes to be in that position at work. Or I don't fit in with those people because they look a certain way. And they act a certain way. So you are already condemning yourself. What you have to do is let all of that go. Nobody can judge you but the one that only the one that created you. And we are wired to be sexual beings. I know way, 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 way long ago, masturbation was considered a form of self abuse, especially amongst women, because Women were told that they did not have sex drives. Women were told that they were only there to function as the receptacle for their husband's love wand, penis, sparkler, lingam. And so they 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 would do this in secret. And you can't enjoy it as much if you're bringing so much guilt to it. If you're bringing so much shame to it. It's like when we have sex. You're not going to experience the full pleasure of anything. Especially that big orgasm or that release 
or the experience of being naked and vulnerable in the most beautiful state with someone if you're self-conscious. Or if you're thinking, I'm not married, I shouldn't be having sex with someone. Or whatever you may think is bad. Whatever you're bringing into that sexual relationship or that sexual moment. You may be thinking, I'm damaged goods. I get a lot of women that think, I'm damaged goods. I've been divorced. I don't trust. I don't deserve to be having sex right now because I'm going to be considered a slut, a whore, a harlot, whatever. And that's not the case. You know, it's that double standard where men that have a lot of sex are considered good old boys. That's what you're supposed to do. But women that embrace their sexuality, especially with the vibrator and the dildo, (laughs) we are easy, slutty. Painted Jezebel. So, so then we, we bring that energy with us. It should not be that way. Not at all. Because, again, sex is a beautiful thing. I had a woman the other day message me and tell me, I'm not going to have sex until I'm married. I've made that promise to myself, but I'm finding myself attracted to someone that I work with, and she's given me permission to talk about it on air. I'm finding myself attracted to someone that I work with. He's asking me out. I'm afraid that if I go out, I'm going to tell him, let's just, you know, meet at my car, and I'll probably jump his bones there. If your convictions are that strong, then that's something... Between you and your consciousness, what is it you want? What is it you feel? Because you're the one that looks at yourself in the mirror. But you need to think about the reasons why you did this to begin with. And if that urge is so strong and you slip and you have sex, it's okay. It's okay. Because again, we are wired to be sexual creatures. I'm not giving you your absolution. I'm just telling you it's okay. I'm not telling you you need to go and screw everything that has a heartbeat and breath. I'm telling you to, if that is what you feel, that is your conviction, then stick with it. She goes on to ask after that if it is bad that she self-pleasures. She wants to, but thinks that that's bad too. And I usually question people when it comes to that as to why they think that it's a bad thing to self-pleasure. When little boys are at the age of two, three, they start to find their little friend down there. And they start exploring. More boys than girls. And so 
parents freak out and tell them, no, you can't do that. Ooh, yeah, power's flickering here, y'all. So I might be going down here in a minute. Um, so they start at a very early age with that self-exploration, and we ingrain it in their brains. We teach them from a very early age, you do not touch that. You do not play with it. That is bad, 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 bad. So we are taught early on to be shameful, to be guilt, to be full of guilt, and to see sex as something bad. And I'm not saying you need to let your children run around and be whatever, but when they have questions, don't just respond back to them. It's bad. It's a horrible thing to do. You don't do that. Because what's going to happen is they start to go out amongst their classmates as they're growing older. And Sally Sue and Jimmy John and whoever else are going to be teaching them the wrong things about their bodies. Yeah. I will never forget, I was working one night in the emergency room. And I had a little girl come in. She was probably about 12. And she was complaining of stomach cramps. And she was wearing baggy clothes. And I was like, okay. So I asked her if she had had sex or the doctor and the doctor came in and said um is there any way you could be pregnant she's like oh no no i peed after we had sex at 12 years old you shouldn't be having sex anyway but the fact that she said she peed after she had sex that just floored me right there because she learned from school her friends at school that She only had one hole down there, a hole to pee, a hole to have sex, and out of that same hole is where he did your number two, is what she said. Sure enough, she was pregnant and in active labor. The parents were mortified. They couldn't believe this. And so, long story short, again, you know, if we don't open up to our children, when they ask us, then they go to school or they go to wherever and they start hearing all this other stuff. And then they start, you know, hearing all these things negative about their bodies, negative about sex or it's just a physical thing at that age because I really don't know that in your early teens are you aware that there's so much more to sex. So from a very early age, we start to have that negativity around sex in our bodies. So as we grow up and start getting into relationships or whatnot, then we start having problems, especially when it comes to 
self-exploration. And so I tell women, it's okay to explore. It is okay to touch yourself, to feel yourself, and see what feels good, and to see how you want your lover to touch you. Because that is your temple. That is your body. It's sacred. The only thing that should be touching your body is another soul who is going to see your body as sacred, as your temple, as you will see his, you will see hers. So you want, you don't want somebody floundering around down there or anywhere on your body that's not going to respect it and cherish it and adore it. So I always tell people that reach out to me, Explore your body. Know what feels good. And then express it to your lover, to your partner, so they can learn to cherish and adore your sacred temple as well. I know it's always difficult, especially with guys, because, again, guys are very um, self-sufficient when it comes to that. I mean, You know, there's a lot of times guys will message me and they will tell me, you know, um, I've had several men message me that have come back from being deployed, you know, that you only get so much time and, you know, in the shower, you're rarely alone and it's just you and your hand in a bunk under a blanket You learn to do it fast, you learn to do it quick, you learn to do it hard, and you learn to cover it up. And then when you get home, you you know, after being gone for so long, you that's really the only way that you can release. I had one client, ooh, wow, this thunder's crazy, y'all. I had one client that I coached and he had an issue like that and I had to tell him okay I want you to not do that and take baby steps and to learn how to or or retrain yourself when it comes to that and he was married at the time And I told him I wanted him to allow his wife to touch him and to explore with him. I didn't want him to do that for himself anymore. I wanted him to allow his wife. I wanted him to get accustomed to his wife's touch. I wanted him to get accustomed to his wife's body once again. He knows that he can, you know, take care of himself. It's just a matter of getting reaccustomed to his to his lover. Because it's like muscle memory. <clears throat> when it feels good, it feels good. And or it may not it's not so much that it even feels good at that point anymore because you've been doing it that way for so long. It's just like it's muscle memory. 
I know where to go. I know the hot spots. I know how to get my girl off in that one spot. Maybe it starts to become boring for you already. Maybe it starts to become a little monotonous, so to say. And you have to sometimes retrain your body to feel something different that you may not even know feels good because you've never tried it. And that's where self-exploration comes in. Try it a different way. Try a toy. Or try without a toy. Old school with your hand. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I think I'm fixing to go out. 